What is up, everybody? You are checking out the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast, what the world is listening to. I'm your host, the Hakamite ENC, your WB Theory Champion. Joined by my friend, introduce yourself, sir. Um, Chris, Christian, co-host here. You know, we just got done recording some deadline. Yeah. Um, check that out, but we're talking about Raw. And uh, the one thing happened today on this Raw I predicted was going to happen on this specific Raw. And holy fuck, let me tell you, I was out of my chair staring at the TV with the fucking volume up. And I oh, think man. you guys I, I think you guys know what it was. I think so, too. I think even Ant got a picture of it. Um, yes. What do you, um, Ant, Ant's here, too. The hot commodities, commodities here. Uh, he checked out Raw as well. Um, yeah, there's a lot, a lot happened. I'm excited to get to that. Um, oh, he wants to show off his picture that he got here. Yeah, let me see. <laughs> I don't know if this is what we're both talking about here. The face. Oh, absolutely. Um, we'll get That's there. Exactly we'll get what there. I'm talking about. But yes, we are covering WWE Monday Night Raw from December 11th, 2023. Live in Cleveland, Ohio. And to start Monday Night Raw, Jay Uso comes out and Jay grabs a mic. Jay says, I got Yeet back, which was kind of cool because, you know, there was that lawsuit going on, but it's back. He can say it. I'm excited about CM Punk being in the building. Um, last week, we lost a real one. My dog, Sammy Zane. Get well, Uso. I hope you feel better. Um, Drew McIntyre came after me, Sami Zayn, and Seth Rollins. Me and Drew are going to stand on business tonight. That's when Drew McIntyre comes out. Drew says, enough of the arse kick, kick, kissing. Adam Pierce, hear me out. Let Adam Pierce, hear me. Let, let him go. We do not want Punk in this locker room. He will destroy this place. I know him and know how the story ends. Seth Rollins deserved what he got. Sammy, you ran your mouth and crossed the line when you mentioned my family. However, I'm sorry. Mm. CJ, that's an apology. You're incapable of it when it comes to Drew McIntyre. Imagine someone hurt a family member of yours. Would you want revenge? If they never apologize, would you want to get back at them? Jay says, if you want to watch Drew McIntyre catch his yeet down, stay yeet. And with that, we have Drew McIntyre taking on Jay. This is an okay match. Um, we saw Jay dive onto Drew on the floor. We saw Drew hit a Glasgow kiss. Um, Jay nails a super kick. Drew hits a future shock and gets a two count. Um, Drew exposes the post. Jay runs into it with a spear by accident. Or, I'm sorry, Jay hits a spear and gets a two. Drew pokes Jay Uso in the eyes and nails a Claymore. And Drew McIntyre gets the win. What did you think of this? Hopefully they're done with this Drew McIntyre and Jey Uso bullshit. I'm over it. I don't care what Jey Uso did to Drew McIntyre. It makes Drew McIntyre look like a bitch and he's not one. What do you think? I can hear you, yes. It makes no sense. Because they're not... um... Okay. They're not fighting for anything. Like, they're just going out there. Like, I get the reason why, like, there's personal issues between them two because Jay caused Drew his moment in front of his family in his hometown, whatever, whatever. But there's no goal. All Drew McIntyre wants to do is just beat the shit out of Jay. So I kind of agree. Um, We saw the match already, I think, twice. Yeah. So – they need to fucking stop. It, it happened right before Survivor Series for the um the person to get the advantage. That's right. Like, and they did it on Raw, him? yeah. Like, at this point, Drew, you've beaten him. Do you really need him to apologize to you? Like, it's like, it's so fucking stupid. It's like Drew McIntyre. And I also hate how they're like, oh, this is the nastiest we've ever seen him. When Drew McIntyre showed up, he was a nasty fucker with Dolph Ziggler. Like, did they just say that we forgot that? Yeah. Um, I'm over it. I really... I. I don't want this. All of this shit has made me hate on the bloodline. I'm over it. I don't care. It's been three years. Move on. Uh, we then get someone who gives us a promo, Shinsuke Nakamura. 
He's on the tiny Tron. He says, Cody Rose, as great as you are, you are not enough. Your weakness is that you strive for admiration from others. I paint my own destiny. I am reborn because of you. I am the real nightmare. Always remember you asked for this. That was a good promo from Shinsuke. Um, I like that he's doing it behind the scenes and he's not coming face to face with Cody. The two will meet later on tonight, but it's a good promo from Shinsuke. I like hearing his thoughts, but it's been the same stuff. He's just sort of, you know, saying the same things to Cody here. Uh, we then get another segment backstage with the Judgment Day. And Finn says, Rhea and me aren't, weren't here. And now the wheels are falling off of the Judgment Day. Rhea says, um, our truth broke into our room. You lost the tag match last week. And my Latino Heat lost the NXT North American Championship. Damien says, people not showing up on Raw sucks. And then Rhea says, saying you're the leader is easier than actually being one. I'm not going to let division, I'm not going to let my division disrespect me. Watch what I do next. So obviously, the Judgment Day are having issues. They're going to break up sooner than later. They're fighting over who the leader actually is. Um, and then we get our next match. The, the WWE World Women's Champion Rhea Ripley defeats Ma Maxine Dupree. After a prism tap, after the match, Rhea keeps the move applied, but then Ivy Nile gets in Rhea's face. Looks like we're going to see Rhea Ripley versus Ivy Nile. Uh, what do you think of Rhea and the division right now? I think Rhea, they're not doing anything really with her uh, as much as they should. Problem is, there's no one to really step up to her. Because I think she's just better than everybody in there, in my opinion. Um, but I think we're starting to slowly see a split of Judgment Day. Yeah, uh, I think somehow, some way, they cost Priest that money in the bank, and that's how it goes sideways even more. But they're they're doing a Judgment Day still entertaining. Um, we're just later on Rhea. Oh my god, that that match she had was brutal to watch. A lot yeah. of things went wrong. Not her fault at all. The one with uh, Zoe Stark, Maxine? right? Oh, no, Maxine. I genuinely think she got pissed off during the match. Because Maxine, well, Maxine did pretty good. Oh, no, no, no. That, uh, if you go back and watch some of the spots, did you see Rhea when she, we'll get to it when, she talk, when we talk about it. Is that next? We, well, we just talked, we just said that Rhea won. She applied the prism tap. She okay. yells. She yells at her. You're nothing. Okay. Um, During the match, right? Yeah. Rhea Ripley goes for a riptide. And if you go rewatch this, she actually doesn't. She like botch it. She botches it so bad, right? So when Rhea does the move where you're supposed to, like, wrap your like go like this or whatever. She Maxine is supposed to jump, in my opinion, because Rhea is not lifting. What's the like, riptide again? She does. It's like a power slam. She like grabs him by the arms and then yes. drops him. And yeah, because if you're not if you're not jumping up, then she's pulling your dead weight off the mat, and she's not going to be able to. If I screen, if I share my screen, it'll keep recording, right? Yes, I think so. Okay, because I don't want to fuck this up. Let's see. Right. If I can share my screen, this is my fuck. brutality. I know that she dropped her at one point, but I didn't really point it out in my notes because I'm used to all these fuckers with the botches at this point. Oh, I'm stupid. Only the host can share in this meeting. Oh, that's uh, okay. It's all right. Exp go ahead. So no, I'm just I was just getting a better. I was just gonna show because I had the clip up. But basically, like she's supposed to like lift her up the way like the riptide is like Maxine's body like is supposed to go like it's really hard to explain. But I have to basically, look. Rhea supposed Maxine was supposed to jump so she Rhea can get her over her head, and then when she slammed her like. She just did. It looked 
off. When you go back and there's a three, the match was three minutes. The whole match is on YouTube. Go look it up. Look it up. I'll watch it. Um, yeah, but like I, I also like really quick. I don't want to see Ivy Nile versus Rhea Ripley. Like that doesn't. Yeah. But let's talk about this before we go on our first break because we have five minutes before our first break. Um, we'll start this because this is a big promo. Um, Adam Pierce comes out. Adam Pierce says, this man now needs to make a decision. He calls himself the best in the world. Please welcome CM Punk. CM Punk comes out. Punk says, we have a huge decision to make. I love you guys. Through the hallways are a lot of ghosts. I debuted in this, de- I debuted in this building. I had Mickey James in my arms. It was so good that they sent me to OVW. I embraced being uncomfortable, and I loved it. I returned here as the world champion, and then Randy Orton kicks me in the head backstage. I wake up, and they strip me of the title. Ten years ago, I had to make the hardest decision I've decision I've made. A part of me wondered how I made people feel when I walked out. If you showed up ten years ago and were disappointed that I walked out, I apologize. My mind was made up when I saw Cleveland on the calendar. I'm here to bury ghosts, right wrongs. My future starts now. Congrats, Adam Pierce. CM Punk is home. CM Punk then signs a contract. That's when the world champion Seth Rollins comes out and Seth and CM Punk stand face to face. Seth says, I know how fortunate you are for standing in this ring. Don't mm. you dare call this place your home. You abandoned this place and actively try to tear it down. You slandered me and every person in the locker room. This is not your home. It's my home. Everyone in the back are my brothers and sisters. This is our home, and I will protect it from people like you. I don't want there to be any confusion. I hate you. If you're going to be a part of WWE again, then I want you on a Raw, because the truth always comes out. This is your last chance. Either you're going to expose and self-destruct yourself, or I will slam the door on your legacy. Or if by some miracle you have changed and you got any guts left in this old tank, maybe you'll be lucky enough to fight me and I will expose you for the fraud that you are. I will wrestle circles around you and will show you what it means to be the best in the world. CM Punk says, are you done? That's your one pass without me coming after you. I never asked for anything handed to me. CM Punk is entering the Royal Rumble, and when I win, maybe it's you he's coming after. So, um, a lot was said there. I think the biggest part of it was Seth Rollins' comments, but we can dissect it. Um, what were your thoughts on CM Punk's promo first? Real quick, okay. So the Seth Rollins or no, the CM Punk promo was really good. I mean, I knew he was going to sign with Monday Night Raw. It's no secret. That's his way of getting at Seth Rollins. Um, so as we already saw, a lot of people said that we weren't going to get a CA Seth Rollins CM Punk interaction until twenty twenty four, and I called the bullshit. I called bullshit. I said as soon as Punk signs that contract with Raw, Seth Rollins will come out, and that's exactly what happened. As soon as I heard the burn it down. And I saw them just chills. Um, so that was the promo. That was good. That was what we expected to happen with the face-to-face. Now this gets us interested, right? Mm-hmm. Now they're starting to build this up early. So with Punk not saying too much, it actually works. Because first off, we're tuning in every week to see CM Punk no matter mm-hmm. what. Now we're tuning in to see... Seth Rollins going to come out because remember, one free pass Seth Rollins used to come at Punk. The next time Rollins says anything to CM Punk, Punk he's going to tear him up. And that's when the promo battle is going to be, <laughs> oh, shit. So that was a perfect way of getting the fans. Holy With shit. Hunter is Booker no. of the Year. Goes it's to Triple H. For real. And the thing that I was just thinking of, and people can hate on me, and I don't mean this in terms of like merchandise sales or ticket sales, but this lead up to WrestleMania and the promos that they can have are 
almost similar. It could be this generation's Rock and Austin because of the similarities that Rollins and Punk have together. They're both similar styles. They both come from the indies. They both don't like each other. And they're both, they both kind of are like, Rollins calls himself the best in the world. I mean, they're both, so it's, and they both make valid points. Um, before we go, this isn't Punk's home. Punk did try to tear down WWE for a year. Seth Rollins built it up, and now you're having a guy come in and try to tear it down. See, on Punk's side, his kid, I was WWE before you even were a part of it. So mm-hmm. I I respect both sides. I'm going to get Ant's take when we come back from the break. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Uncensored for Wrestling Podcast. I'm still your host, the Hot Commodity Ant C, joined by my Hot Commodity Ant and my good friend. Introduce yourself, sir. I'm myself, Mina Baxter. I'm Christian. I'm still back here, finishing on Monday Night Raw. Ant just watched the spot I told him to watch. Yeah, um, yeah, it did not look too good. Um. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Seth Rollins and Punk. I was going to ask you, what um, what are your thoughts on that promo? I thought it was good. I hope Seth beats his ass. Oh, so you, you're a Seth fan. Yeah, because it doesn't matter <clears throat> that he was there first. He tried to tear it down. Oh, <clears throat> all right. So, so we got a WWE fan here. Okay, well, yeah. I'm, listen, I have a feeling... I have a prediction for the Rumble, so I'm just going to make it. I have to, well, not, this is my prediction for me. You're going to get Rollins and, and you're going to get Rollins and Co- and CM Punk for night one or night two. And the other night will be Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. If that doesn't happen, then I could see Cody Rhodes fighting Randy Orton. But what I think is going to happen, and I could be wrong, is I have a feeling that they might have both Funk and Cody win the Rumble. They haven't done that in a long time. Remember when they have both men fall over the top rope? The reason why I'm thinking that is because there is so much star power involved. Like, we haven't even talked about Randy Orton, LA Knight. These are other people who have just... So, um... Where are you going to put guys like AJ Styles, Randy Orton, LA Knight on the fucking card? I literally was having this conversation earlier with Twitter, buddy. There's so many people on the roster now, and there's so many options. It's good and it's bad, but I could see them making history and being like, okay, both guys are going to fall over the top rope. And then have them both be involved in the Elimination Chamber, have Punk win it. Or, I don't know. I just, I don't really see. There's so much that can happen and so many big players right now. I just, I don't know. There's so many people involved that I'm actually excited. So, let's move on. We have our next match. Bronson Reed defeats Ivar with Valhalla. Dr. Bronson hits a superplex and he gets the win here. For the second week in a row. For a second week. But, I mean, it was decent. Ivar hits a cannibal off the top to the floor. But just two big guys going at it. Um, really nothing, nothing different. We then see CM Punk backstage. He sees the Judgment Day, and he asks them where Rhea Ripley is. Michael Cole said two colossal meat planets. About those guys? Oh, <laughs> two colossal meat planets. That's interesting. Um, okay. I, I, I don't know what to say to that, <laughs> but I'll, I'll take it. Uh, so CM Punk is talking to Damian Priest. Damian says, welcome to our show. I hope you finish the story because if you do, I'll be waiting. Hmm. Interesting stuff. Judgment Day then come out without Rhea Ripley. Damian says, all rise for the Judgment Day. Finn says, all rise for the only two-time tag team champions, Damian Priest and Finn Balor. Step up and get put down. Damien says, we have a simple message. It doesn't matter who you are. You're all put on notice. Our truth comes out. Truth says, I want to decorate the clubhouse, but it was locked. Damien Priest says, truth, I want to hear what you have to say. Truth says, I got a lot of ideas for the Judgment Day. We got to kick J.D. McDonough out. You got to stop calling yourself the boss because it makes mommy mad. Damien says, you're a funny guy. Everyone loves you. 
except me. That's oh. when the Judgment Day attack our truth. The Creed brothers run out, but Judgment Day attacks them. But Julius nails a double suplex to Drew Dominic and JD McDonough on the floor. I'm loving the Creed brothers. The Creeds hit Damian Priest with a double spine buster. And I agree, I do like the Creed brothers. Um, what do you think on this segment? I know you're not a fan of the Creeds. So, okay. This is a really good segment. This is our truth's thing. Nobody gets away with this shit besides our truth. This was anyone else besides our truth. I wouldn't like it. This was really good, right? We saw Damian Priest break character at least four times. Um, but it, it was good. You know, it's good to see our truth back doing his thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like, in a way, if this keeps going on, it's like an honorary oost type of situation because you have all the serious type of guys and you got the one not serious at all. But good segment. Um, our truth came out there to get like a crowd reaction, um, which which worked. Obviously, that's what he's really good at. How long has brothers... on? He's been gone for a while, right? Yeah, almost, like almost over a year. year. Yeah, well, right. but yeah, around there. But it's good, like to see him. But the Creed brothers just don't fucking do it for me, dude. They're so boring. Really, I don't see that. They're, They're really, boring. If they take the titles off them next week, I'm going to be pissed. I hope they do. Because I think you will grow to maybe... What I like about... Have they caught a promo yet? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. But here's the thing. They don't tell us about these guys. I know. I know they don't. But I think that... I like the Creed brothers better than I like American Alpha because Otis is a joke. He's a good wrestler, but he's a joke. These two guys, there's no joke. They're Brutus is big. I will agree with you on that one. You know, like there's no like, oh, it's a silly member. They're both animals. They're both real, actual wrestlers, catch as catch can. And I feel like we need that. They're giving me a vibe of like the world's greatest tag team, team angle, like old school sort of. But I do get what you're saying. We don't really know about them. So why do we really care? Um, I, I don't know. I, there's something about my like, but I hear what you're saying. They're not everyone's cup of tea. Um, let's move we'll on. See. Let them cut a promo, at least if they win it and be like, yeah, so we're the, we're here to dominate. Like, give me something. They've done a lot of backstage stuff. They haven't really gotten yeah. on the microphone and talked in front of the crowd. Uh, we see CM Punk backstage with Drew McIntyre. He says, I don't care oh. about your story. I care about finishing mine. Adam Pierce says, Drew will get his title shot on day the day one episode of Raw. CM Punk then sees Kofi Kingston and he goes, uh, what does he say? Jamaica, something Jamaican, Jamaican me crazy, mom. I don't do that no more. And Kofi goes, I don't do that no more. Um, and they say hi, and that was it. I mean, it was you know, it was a good little to see former tag team champions reunite. Yep, it was good, a good callback to that. We then have Caden Carter and Katana Chance defeating Candice oh LeRae and the Hartwell after the after party. I again, it's like these women's tag matches. I fast don't give a them. shit. That's why I said, Oh my god, yeah, it's awful. There's really no reason for the women's tag team titles right now. Um, but we'll move on. The man Becky Lynch comes out next. Becky says, I have come here to call out Nia Jax. We have never gone one-on-one, but for five years we have been linked together. We keep, we keep missing each other. I main event at WrestleMania. She got double HGL surgery. She's so unlikable, her knees even want to work for her. She, oh, sorry, she goes, Becky goes, I had a baby and she got fired. Now it's 2023. That's when Nia Jax comes out. Nia says, well, I'm not fired anymore. I'm right here in front of you better than ever. That punch was a lucky swing that I didn't even use all of my strength with. Imagine if I punch you with my full force. Becky says, you're the most dangerous woman in this ring. Everyone who fights you gets injured. Nia goes, you have me to thank for your career. Becky says, if it was just about a broken face, those people would have moved on. You and your minions say Becky Lynch ain't a main event star, but I proved you wrong. Nia says, you need me 
You want to prove to yourself that your career wasn't an accident after I broke your face. I'll always be the woman who made the man. Becky then asks Nia to hit her, and Nia says, you need this a lot more than I do. And then Nia leaves. What are you going to say? If you're going to have the women's tag team right now, mm-hmm. give it to, like, damage control. And then have, like, Bianca and Charlotte go fight them. Like, wouldn't that be, like, something? Yeah, you know, but like, it, it, it would mean more. I get it, but, like, again... It, why do you have a division where you have to make teams like it like it doesn't make sense like it would be like if we have a light heavyweight division and we're like okay we don't have a lot of guys so we're gonna have uh la night join the division like it doesn't make sense it's like if there were a lot of women tag teams and they were then yeah but like who are the women's tag teams candice lorraine andy hartwell damage control uh katana chance and kaden carter and chelsea green and uh Piper Niven. Natalia and Tegan Knox had nothing to do with each other and they were randomly put together. Like, but I agree, maybe if they put better people against them. But what did you guys think of uh Nia and Becky? They both made some good points here. Uh Ant, you wanna go? Yeah, go ahead. Ant. Um I'm I don't know, I'm almost thinking this might well, I was gonna say maybe for the rumble, but I think it's kinda early for that. So, I don't think this storyline is going to make it to the Rumble. Okay, you but I'd love to see it. I think Becky and I will be good, but I think Becky is going to lose, and this is one step closer to Nia fighting Rhea. I hope not. I want to see Rhea versus Becky at WrestleMania. Right? Yeah. What do you think? Um, this promo was real. Um. I don't think these two, like, I think Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch were both on some bullshit. But, you know, Nia, Becky truly does not like Nia. Nia doesn't like Becky. Um, this match only means a little bit less because there's no physical championship. There's no prize at the end, which not all story, not all matches need it. But with Rumble and Mania season coming out, you really want to start building up uh, – those those mania matches once January hits, so yeah, at the at the latest. So do you see Rhea fighting at Mania, or do you even see Rhea as the champion at Mania? Yeah, definitely, a hundred percent. But who depends who wins the Rumble? I um, honestly think it's gonna be Becky. Becky if Becky wins the Rumble, whoever wins the Rumble is challenging Rhea. I don't think so because Becky already won the Rumble. I think it's going to be Bailey. Okay, I think Cody Bailey already won the Rumble and he might win again. I know, but listen, let me tell you, I don't why, why I don't think they're going to do that because or maybe the that Indy Hartwell, maybe she'll win it. Oh no, nah. it's going to be either Bailey or Jade Cargill. Or no, something. That's yeah, why. Yeah, it's gonna be Bailey or. I think Bailey's gonna win, and I don't think she's gonna fight for the title. Um, I agree with Bully Ray. I think, I mean, I don't know, but if Mercedes Monet come back, we might get a four horse woman versus Damage Control. Um, or, you know, we might see. I don't know. I just. I really. With the way they teased Rhea and Becky the last time they saw each other, everyone's been dying for that match. They've never fought. That's a WrestleMania 40-worthy match. Um, let's move on. The next match, we have a six-man tag match. Imperium taking on DIY with their mystery partner, The Miz. They're in Cleveland. Um, Unless Natalia wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah, Natalia might win. You know, it's yeah. her the year of the cat. Um, so the Miz and DIY get the win after Miz hits Giovanni Vinci with his skull crushing finale and gets a three count. This match is just made to give Miz more momentum against Gunther. And this match was made for the Gargano Miz. and Cleveland are both from, or Gargano yeah, and, and Miz. Miz are both from Cleveland. Yep. I'm proud That's of the Miz. Johnny Gargano. The Miz had me blocked. Yeah. Johnny Gargano, you had me blocked because I said these exact same words. I'm going to say them again. 
You were the most boring wrestler I've ever seen. That's Cornette. Nah, see, I don't agree with that. Jim Cornette said the same. Why do? You, no, why, why do you think I, he's my? Why do you think he's my hero? In the here is why I but, say that. Now I'm going to ask you this question before I. Did you watch his NXT stuff? I loved it. Okay. So, uh, you know me. I was a NXT mark back in the day. So, what my question for you is, because this happens all the time, we could say the same thing about AJ Styles. And I hate to say it, and it sounds crazy, but look at AJ Styles and TNA and Impact. When he showed up at the Rumble, I popped. My ex was like, why do you care? This is AJ Styles. He is TNA. He came in WWE. It had like almost two-year title. It had like almost a year and a half title run. What? Yeah, but, but, really, at the time he was fighting, like, for example. All the SmackDown guys. And it was, like, when I, his run with Cena was good. Mm Mm-hmm. But once that ended, he became a regular mid-card WWE guy. And that's what WWE likes to do. And I think the whole OC thing sucks. That sucks. Horny. That's um, but the reason why I think Gargano, why I like him is that, like you said, when he was on NXT, he was killing it. He had personality. That- now, who writes the shit? The people that are the, you know, like, I hate on Gargano. Triple you know? H writes the shit. He's a fucking Triple H guy. But just because, like, like, for example, Bianca is a Triple H girl, right? Mm-hmm. She hasn't been champion for almost a year now. So, like, just because Triple H... You know, you're their person. I mean, it's like Rhea, though. Okay. Okay. What I mean by that is. I think he's more of a Shawn Michaels guy. Because Triple H H has fumbled with some of the NXT guys Mm -hmm. from that era on the main roster. Johnny Gargano, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you. So. I, you're like I guess that wasn't the right choice of words, but like my thing is this: like we're seeing the Triple H booking, like he is at the end of the day giving his favorites spot on TV. While Candice LeRae would not be on TV if Vince McMahon was, and I George, love Candice. Neither Lurie. would neither would DIY would not be on TV. Mm-hmm. The Triple H, I'm I promise DIY would not be on TV at all doing anything if. Vince was still in charge. So, in a way, I, I, but it's just, it's, it's, it, there's just nothing there with Bianca, right? She's a star. Like, she's been, that championship range established her to be a star. So, like, but now they have her teaming with Charlotte and Shotzi. Like, it's like, here's the thing. I think you said earlier. You made a good point earlier, and I think this is the problem with WWE. With the NXT guys, when they bring them up, they don't properly treat them like established stars. So, like, when you have the Creed brothers, or if you don't watch NXT, you're only seeing what they're doing. I feel like what Triple H should have done with him taking over, he should have done a series of vignettes on the people that he really wanted to repackage and really push. And introduce us to them in a different way he's thinking of it as like okay well gargano and champa have both been on the roster for over a year so these guys already know who they are and care when they're coming up we're still thinking of them as nxt people who just moved to the look at mankind if they brought mick foley in as cactus jack right everybody would be like okay cactus jack they created a whole new persona for him and it went well. There's not enough characters. There's not enough. Everybody, what I don't like about WWE and about pro wrestling 
is it's become so mainstream to where like everybody can get into that ring now. Anybody can get into that ring. And mm -hmm. the thing is like, I'm a wrestling fan because I believe that they're really like the stories, but also that like they're athletes and they're really killing it. But we're not getting to see the full scope of everybody's ability because Vince McMahon was in charge of it until last year. So I think Triple H needs to, um, even if he did, like, can I say something? I really enjoyed when they had the NXT versus SmackDown versus Raw at Survivor Series, when they did the whole, like, NXT invaded. I don't think that they should do that again, but, like, if you're, it's not like, it was back in the day where, like, if you brought up Bull Buchanan, nobody knew who the fuck he was because there the indies or the development wasn't shown before. Because they're showing the developmental stuff, we already know who these people are. I don't know. Let's move on. No, I agree. Um, the Miz challenges Gunther for the Intercontinental title backstage. Gunther agrees. He says, but Miz, if you lose, you can never challenge for the Intercontinental Championship again as long as I what am champion. Now, this makes it, because it, it kind of makes it interesting. I mean, because I'm looking at it like this. Miz, this shit with Gunther is the only thing that's keeping Miz relevant, right? He does that Miz TV shit. He comes out and does whatever, but this is finally... If he loses, what the fuck is he going to do? That's what I'm If thinking. he wins, they got plenty to do with him. Yeah. But again, Finally, he needs but to he's win. not going to win. But yes, we're in the era of title histories right now. We're in the era of... Is he going to win by GQ? So he doesn't I don't get the know, title? Because, listen, he needs to there drop that go. title... He has to drop that belt before the rumble, because if they're if he's not defending it, well, why not have Brock Lesnar be a surprise entry in the rumble and have him eliminate Gunther or have Gunther eliminate him? Boom! There's a WrestleMania for you. I don't think they're gonna. It doesn't have, have to be for a title though. I honestly think, can I tell you though? I honestly don't. If there is a good enough reason. You're not going to have Gunther be champion for this long to have him lose it to the Miz before the Royal Rumble. Who else is there to beat Gunther at this time? If we okay, think... if we're if we're sitting here saying like me, like me personally, I'm sitting here thinking mm -hmm. we're going to get Roman or oh my god. We're going to get fucking Gunther and Brock. Yeah. There's no way in hell that's going to be an Intercontinental Championship match. No. Like I said, you want to build up the Rumble match, the WrestleMania matches as soon as you cuz there, there's no pay-per-view or anything. I I just couldn't Why think. can't it be a title match? Well, because I mean Brock Lesnar is an Intercontinental Champion. Brock's going to be Gunther. But yeah. they might do a swerve and not even have Brock Lesnar and Gunther. They might put Gunther against someone who's more right. a Mac technician. I do see them doing Lesnar and Gunther, but again, the title is going to be Who do you see? So I'm asking, basically my question for you is, and, and you can answer this mm -hmm. as well. Who do you see beating Gunther? If it's not Miz, um, who else is there right now but that can take that title away if we're getting that match? Okay. I think Sheamus. Where's he been? He could come back. Royal Rumble. I think Sheamus is coming back too. But you guys are going to think I'm crazy. What about LA Knight? Because with all the I, people in the I, big names right now, LA I Knight's kind of taking a back seat, but I don't think they're going to want to lose that. So maybe they're going to give him the Intercontinental Championship. With him on SmackDown, he's going after Logan Paul. That's right. Because, that's right. Because Gunther he's going after Paul Logan. He's going. And think of, we know they've teased it before, right? With the, when they did the money in the bank shit and we had a little face, they're going to do, they might do the LA Knight and Logan Paul. Gunther we'll have, is the mistake. To me, in my opinion, I'm not saying I know the insides because to this I don't. But for me, in my opinion, I I just think Gunther right now, his shit is a mystery, just like it is yeah. with Roman. I have no idea who's gonna um I 
I don't know. It could be an NXT guy. You know, for all we know, we're still a couple. I could definitely see Sheamus. We're still like three months away from Mania. If they're going to do Sheamus, though, they're going to have to start building it. I know. But they're still like Wrestle Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble's not even until January 27th. We're on December 14th. You're right. You're right. I wish they didn't. I wish they had a December pay-per-view. But like, they're going to start oh, the Rumble. We're five weeks away from the Rumble. They're going to start building. The I guarantee you, Sat Friday, we start to build. We start to build I hope Roman so. and Randy. Tomorrow, Roman and Randy, we start to build to that. At Roman's going to be there tomorrow. The yeah, so Roman's is Randy. There. So is Randy. Up. That's why tomorrow's this, like, I'm. that's what I'm saying. They're starting to. I'm not saying they have to, but from like what I'm seeing, they're starting to build up to the rubble. What about Randy and Gunther? I think him and Cody's a SummerSlam match, uh-huh. but they could definitely. Yeah, I think him and Cody's. A, I don't want to believe that they're going to do anything besides Roman. And, I think Roman and Cody is locked. I have like, one last question for you about this topic. Go ahead. What if Roman wins at Mania and he's still champion? If Roman wins, then my if Roman wins, oof. Okay, if Roman wins at if Roman wins at WrestleMania and CM Punk is beats Rollins, mm-hmm. I have no fucking clue. I'll I, stop watching. I'll stop watching the product if, for a while. If Roman loses, do you think he'll be gone? Maybe, but here's what I think. Though. Well, here's listen, listen. Wins, but, but if Punk loses and Roman retains. That feud will be Punk and Roman. Um, what I heard on Busted Open, they were talking about title legacies, and there's no way he's gonna beat Bruno because Bruno was seven years. Heck only- no. Okay, but what they're saying is he could beat Hulk. He has until SummerSlam to beat Hulk Hogan, and I have a feeling if they want to make history, they can't beat Bruno. So what's better than one two? I mean, I don't want that to happen. He's been champion since 2019. But if they're talking about breaking records and they want to make it more, I won't want this. But if he wants to beat Hulk Hogan's record, he has to go to at least SummerSlam. And Paul Heyman said in one of the, uh, after the pay-per-views and one of the press conferences, you know, this isn't ending anytime soon. So let's talk about the main Punk. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say him and Punk could do a custody of Paul Heyman. <laughs> yeah, what I was just going to say, what do you think about Paul Heyman going to Punk? He's going to stay he's with going in the hall. He's going in the Hall of Fame. That's what I know. He needs to. Well, let's talk about our main event. We have Cody Rhodes finally taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. I was underwhelmed with this match. Uh, we see Cody applying a half crab. They nail a double clothesline. Um, Cody hits a disaster kick in the bionic elbow. He hits a Cody cutter, but then Shinsuke Nakamura sprays red mist in Cody's eyes, and Cody is selling it. Nakamura attacks Cody, nails a low drop kick, and a keen Sasha to the back of the neck. Then Nakamura grabs a chair. The Creed brothers run out, and Nakamura leaves. Cody has a towel trying to, you know, get the mist off of his face, and then Nakamura runs down again and hits another keen Sasha to Cody Rhodes on the floor. This is not done between Cody and Nakamura, but what did you think? So who actually won? Um, Cody got the one by DQ by because DQ. Nakamura sprayed mist in his face. This so match think? made no fucking sense. I said this from the beginning. There doesn't have to be a feud. I'm not saying, yes, there's shit to do between Cody and WrestleMania. I get that, but why Shinsuke Nakamura? Why does Shinsuke Nakamura build this whole thing just for it to be Cody Rhodes? And I'm not saying, oh, because it's Cody Rhodes. Just because I hate the guy. But I'm not denying his star power. Mm-hmm. So, but why? Like, Cody Rhodes was just, to me, felt like a letdown. It kind of feels like if the devil's like somebody like, I don't know, Jack Perry or some shit. Like, or some like New Japan guy. Like, I don't know. But it just, it, it felt this match just didn't make sense. It was a good match between two great wrestlers. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about the wrestling. For me, 
I judge my wrestling, and this is probably why a lot of wrestlers don't like me. I judge my wrestling based off storytelling. I base it off not in ring ability in the pro wrestling business does not mean jack shit. It's all about the rock was probably one of the not most talented pro wrestlers, but damn it, he when you got if you gave him a microphone, you had a million bucks. So that's why this match didn't do it for me. Because there's there was no real reason for why these two guys were so I'm at this point with these two. I don't know what they're gonna the only thing I could possibly think interesting enough WWE could do with Shinsuke is when Okada's contract is up, if the rumors are true, sign him and have him do a feud with Shinsuke. Other than that, I don't really want him on my TV doing vignettes or promos in Japanese anymore. Cody, once he's done just doing whatever Could we get Okada versus Nakamura at Mania? I will shit my pants if we get Okada <laughs> versus Nakamura at WrestleMania. Not? I mean, listen. I'm not the biggest Nakamura fan, but cool. damn it, damn it, I'm giving him his respect because here's he can my wrestle. thing. I like his style, but the match didn't do it. Do it for me. Long it didn't do it for me either. I think so. His whole thing is that like we have the same story. I'm not gonna let you finish yours because I couldn't finish mine. But he can always. With the whole J- Japanese angle with him speaking it, he can always turn around and say, just because I came after Cody, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily specifically talking about him. There's other people I that, hope so. you know, boom. I love Shinsuke, and I think it sucks because he's just going to get a backseat to everything because there's so much. Unless they bring in Okada. Shit. Bring man. in Okada, please. What if they do Okada versus Reigns at Mania? Here's my it, problem. It, Okada. Fight. Here's my problem with Okada. Here's here's my problem with Okada coming in WWE. It's it's like Will Ospreay coming in WWE, right? Will Ospreay is my not. I'm not being biased because he's my favorite wrestler. He's probably one of the best wrestlers. Oh yeah, right now. Same thing with Okada. Okada's like the god of Japan. You mentioned Okada. He's like mm-hmm. the shit. Like. He's God of wrestling over there. But they're going to give him the Kenta treatment over here, I feel do like. They do they do us? And I'm not meaning us as we're wrestling fans. Like, we've been wrestling fans our whole life. Damn it, we, we, you've been doing the podcast for fucking four years three, almost. Four, three years, God. I've been joining you for almost maybe two at this point. Almost two years now. So it's like we we love this shit. Like we go in hardcore into it. But the average wrestling fan, right, who's gonna take their kid to Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, whatever, or maybe just somebody I know a shit ton of people that don't even know what AEW is, but they love pro wrestling because WWE is all they know. Maybe TNA, but like they don't whatever. So with Okada coming in, that's my only issue. Us meaning the general U.S. wrestling market may not know who Hokata is. And that's why I feel like AEW's done a horrible job bringing him in because he they just made Okada just another fucking guy. They never mentioned once how big he is in Japan. I don't think people mm-hmm. realize how big Okada is. Well, I think Japan. that's the problem with AEW. A lot of their fans, they watch all of that shit. So to them, they're like, oh, they already know what it is. I do think the one Shinsuke Nakamura kind of had the same thing, right? Like I didn't know much about him at all. I saw some of his stuff, but they did the smart thing. They brought him in NXT. They made him fight. Yeah, they had him. Um, Even he had a lot of New Japan background too. WWE has a chance to bring him in as like and hype him up. They could, yeah, they could hype him up. I mean, yeah, that's the place you have to go if you want to get hyped up. If you want people to know you. Mm-hmm. Okada's known in Japan and maybe UK and shit like that. You come to WWE, you're known in all of North America, fucking all of Europe. I don't know too much. I think it's America, a waste of Osprey going to AEW. Who is he going to fight for Jericho again? Like I like really. I, like- I truly believe Osprey signed with AEW because of the personal reasons. Like I the, think 
like being able like Tony Khan was the the WWE work schedule is ridiculous. Like when those guys say in interviews we're not home, like we're on the road three hundred sixty or three hundred plus days a year. They're not fucking lying. They were on the road 360 plus days. Like, I don't know how those guys, like, buy houses and, like, pay bills for houses. Like, they're never home. Like, how do these, how do... For eight years, he was on the road 290 days. Bro, like, how does Becky Lynch have a kid and go back to being this (laughs) megastar? Who's taking care of the kid? Like, probably the grandparents and all that shit. But, like, her, like, her parents. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, how do these... I, I don't know. I, I'm getting off topic. I just don't know how some of these wrestlers like well, they give up their well, life. I think they bring their kids on the road. Some do, but do they like, know? Like, like younger. Can you bring a new, you can't bring a newborn on the road. Not really. You can't Speaking bring of, you can't bring an elementary bus. school kid on the road. This is really random, and we we have to go in like a little bit. But I will say because you just brought something in my mind. So Lacey Evans just did an interview. That's what I'm talking See about. That? And she was like, I, I'm not, I, she talked about how she brought her daughter on the road and that like, she didn't really like wrestling. She, you know, didn't like dressing up and feeling like she had to go on red carpet. She was more like, you know, she said she liked, you know, doing the sport and she liked seeing the people who really liked it, but it really wasn't her thing. Um, so you, know, good fit for her. you have to be able to make it your life kind of, and that's what they do. Oh, they can do. Um, so with that, it was a good episode of Raw. What would you say, uh, really quick, was your favorite moment? Duh, the fucking face-to-face with CM Punk and Rollins. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this shit. Oh. Did yeah. they fight? I don't think they ever fought. Yeah. Oh, they did fight back in, like, when he was with the Shield. Yes. Back in... But you see, here's what you got to remember, Christian. I didn't watch it back then. So, like, I don't really. I pulled up Fun a fight on YouTube the other night. Fun facts before, you know, we end, we yep. end this episode. Seth, uh, exactly 10 years, right? Rome, uh, Punk's last appearance was the Royal Rumble. Uh, so, 10 exactly years later, he'll compete at the Rumble. That building is the exact building he walked down on, whatever. Mm-hmm. His last opponent in, I think, I think it was Seth Rollins around that yeah. time. It was either it was either his last opponent, or it was like his last like uh, it was something his like last something something. But like the story is there. Next episode, I gotta I gotta tell. Next time they do the face to face, which they probably will Monday, I'll talk more about it. But they they did something where it was like Seth Rollins was CM Punk like maybe like last so he threw him out in his last rumble i don't know some shit like that but there's a story behind there too and that makes it more interesting for mania listen royal rumble season's like right here mania's right around the corner i always get excited i always i start to look at mania as like the end of the year kind of you know if you look all the storylines end there it's like even though it's wrestlemania 2024 okay. it's like wow. so cm punk's last wrestling match was, was the WWE Rumble. Royal Rumble where he was eliminated by Kane? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. There's something that has to do with Seth Rollins that's last. Rumble, I think. Well, we are going to say goodbye for now. We're going to be coming out with our NXT recap. We have our Friday Night SmackDown recap dropping soon. More Attitude of Year stuff. We also will be having a Jeopardy game going on hopefully soon. Uh, Ant will be the. Uh, I just host. finished it. The the second round of questions tonight. So Ant's I just worked really it. hard on doing it. So I'm gonna win. We'll see. I don't know any of the answers. I don't know the question. I you got better that. not. No, I, I got that shit hidden away. He can't see it. Okay. Okay. Listen, I play fair. I so when I when I could actually glue. Well, with that, I want everyone to stay safe. Check us out on YouTube. Search the Uncensored Processing Podcast. What was your moment of the night? Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your stuff. Just watch. Just watch. Christian, thank you. And thank you. Till next time, stay safe and stay uncensored.